It is often said the best things in life are free. And one of those things is friendship. Someone to stand with, someone to lean on. Hi, I'm Anita, your host, and welcome to another episode of That Anita Live. Often in difficult times, it's great to have someone there with you. In recent times, traditional sister circles like baby showers and bridal showers, kitchen table talk are now co-ed. Here to discuss the importance of sister circles and offer her organization, GLOW, as a place to find motivation, encouragement, and connection is Cynthia Peterson. Hi, Cynthia. Hi, Anita. Welcome to That Anita Live. Thank you. Thank Thanks you for, for having me. Thank you for coming out today. Now, explain to me, what exactly is GLOW? So GLOW um, is a nonprofit organization. It's um, God-loving, obeying women. Okay. Um, we um, recently became a uh, 5013C okay. um, nonprofit organization in the last couple years. We've been in existence for about four years now. Mm -hmm. um, and it is a beautiful um, ministry where we have a group of ladies who come together on a monthly basis to fellowship and um, do some activities together. Now, do you feel like sister circles are important? I definitely feel like sister circles are important. Um, I feel like especially as um, women of color, um, we always seem to have a reason to get around the table, um, get around um, and fellowship with one another. Uh -huh. Like you said, it could be the baby showers, it could be the wedding showers, it could be um, so many different things just to celebrate, you know, so many different milestones. And, and a lot of times also coming together, you know, to support each other through challenges that we may be going through as well. So having that support um, from other women, I think is so important, especially to women of color. Now, within the last month, I've been to a baby shower and there were two men that stayed. And when it became obvious that the men were staying, there was just kind of a hush that fell over the room. Like, okay, why are you two still here? Mm -hmm. With the millennial generation, their events are more co-ed than the traditional generations of old. Why do you think that is? You know, um, I'm not quite sure, but I would think just maybe the connection that they may have with their partner might, you know, make them feel more comfortable to be in a co-ed, you know, situation mm -hmm. where um, men are, you know, hopefully, you know, after they got, off, got, got out of the initial shock would just say, you know what, oh, it's okay, they're here and we can continue our conversation and have the male perspective maybe brought in. Who knows? <laughs> What is the name of your sister circle? Um, so it's God Loving Obeying Women. G-L-O-W. Yes. God Loving Obeying Women. Yes. And you said you've been in existence about four years. Yes, we actually have our four year anniversary next month in February. Mm -hmm. um, and so I've been a part of GLOW for, um, I would probably say the last um, couple years, yes. So about made, how did you find GLOW? Colleen Mack um, okay. is the founder mm -hmm. of GLOW, and we actually go to the same um, church together, um, First Baptist Church of um, Sterling um, with um, Pastor Leslie Patterson and co-pastor um, Francine um, Patterson, um, our leaders of our, of our congregation. And so I had been going to First Baptist 
for a number of years mm -hmm. and um, one of the things that I love about my church is that it's kind of short and sweet. We're pretty much in at 11, at 12.30, we are what? dismissing. Um, and so part of that is that um, I love the fact that you can go in, you can fellowship, you can get the word, and you have the rest of your Sunday <laughs> to yourself to watch football, to okay. you know, do brunch with uh -huh. your girls, or um, run errands or go shopping, whatever it is that you might want to do. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not spending your day all day in church like I used to back in the day. Literally, Sunday was just yes. like, you know, from the time you woke <laughs> up from Sunday school, then you had your main service, and then you would go back um, after you ate and you would have you know, your service. evening service, mm -hmm. right? And so um, I think that that was something for me that was very refreshing. I tend to kind of get bored, you know, quickly. And okay. so the hour and a half was perfect for me. Um, but what I was also realizing is that <clears throat> I wasn't as connected because I think people kind of come in and at 1230, they're out. Um, and so you didn't, I didn't really have a, a lot of opportunities to connect with the other members in the okay. church, I think as well as I might have wanted to. And um, Colleen Mack, the founder of um, GLOW, she actually approached me and she was just like, oh, you know, I wanna tell you about this wonderful organization that I'm leading. Mm -hmm. I think you would, um, you know, would really, you know, love it. And she invited me to, to come out to actually one of their um, annual teas. And um, from there on, you know, just being able to kind of come together monthly with other women who with like minds um, that our eyes are all set you know on God mm -hmm. and and really being God loving obeying women um, for me it was a, a perfect fit I had the impression that it started in Atlanta so it actually started here it started here um, and where Atlanta comes in is that um, I believe probably in about April, um, Colleen Mack and her husband um, got the call um, they had been wanting to um, relocate to Atlanta they were you know they had come here to the Northern Virginian area for work and really kind of felt like their home has always been Atlanta so they mm -hmm. had an, an opportunity to go back to Atlanta and so when um, they went back um, in May um, she approached me and asked me about taking over leadership of um, what is now referred to as a DMV branch. Um, and she would start a branch in um, the Atlanta area. And so that's where Atlanta comes in. What made you take, being a member was the one thing. Mm -hmm. What made you take on a leadership role? Um, so I think for one, um, I really took in consideration who was asking um, in terms of Colleen, I have a lot of respect for her. And um, to be honest with you, I felt like she, I, I knew when we had the conversation, she just really had talked about how she had prayed about it and that she really felt like God had led her to invite me into that leadership position. And she asked me to pray about it and let her know. And so I was just like, okay. Um, you know, normally my first answer might've been no, but because it was her and she was asking me and I, I know the God-fearing woman that she is um, and that if, you know, she prayed about it and God had led her to me, then I really needed to pay attention. Um, and that caused me to start praying about it. And then um, I made a decision that, you know what, I, I, I would love to, you know, lead the organization now. Did I really understand, you know, the, um, um, the challenges and the, mm -hmm. I think there's, ch there's definitely challenges and there's um, awards of leadership. Um, did I really recognize or understand all of the challenges mm -hmm. that would come with it and the time commitment. Mm -hmm. 
not at that time, but as I've grown into the you know role, it's, mm -hmm. it's a lot of work. Um, but so there's had a lot you, of gratification in it as well. So had you enjoyed the organization so much to that point that when she asked, you felt esteemed or honored by her request? I did. Um, I am. I had been one of the you know one of the active members. I, we have probably about. 30 members and I would say probably, you know, maybe about 10 to 15 or okay. probably more like 10, you know, at times are like more active. Mm -hmm. And I was one of those more active members. So I really um, had a connection with a lot of the women who okay. were already a part of the organization and we would get together outside of GLOW. And so for me, it was just kind of like, okay, I know these women, I love these women. I would not want this organization to go away just because, mm -hmm. you know, Colleen moved. Um, and so I really kind of, I, I guess I felt somewhat of an obligation too, um, to just say, you know what, let's, let's see where this goes with the support um, of the other members in the board as well. What are some of the things that you do as an organization? Um, so as an organization, we actually have um, a list of things that we do throughout the year. Um, like I said, we do have monthly um, fellowships, and that fellowship could be service. Um, like in November, we typically get together and we um, put together baskets for the needy for Thanksgiving. We want to make sure that um, okay. you know folks in the community that may not necessarily have the funds um, or have the ability to get together and um, have a Thanksgiving meal that mm -hmm. they have that. And so that's um, one of the ministries we definitely you know, service ministries that we like to keep going each year, and we try to figure out not just um, for Thanksgiving, but we also did something similar for in Christmas for a family um, and making sure that um, this particular single mom um, had gifts for herself and her son and her mom who is now a caretaker of her. She's had a um, traumatic brain injury and so mm. that really impacted her yes. ability to yeah. really provide for herself and so now her life has totally changed, changed and she's gone yes. from being a wife to her husband deciding that yeah, you know what? This is not what I want to be doing. I don't want to be a caretaker, wow. which now she's a single mom um, and dependent upon her mom to take care of her and her son. So we really felt, um, we, we really wanted to answer the call to be there, to be a support for her. And so we got together and, and did a drive and collected some things that would really be, you know, um, on their wish list for now, how we did call that, it an angel, an angel tree. How did that impact them when you showed up when 10, 15 of you showed up, arms full of gifts for the family? Um, you know what, they were, over, they were overwhelmed. Yeah. And so what I have um, learned through this, being a part of this organization is that when you really give out of your heart, it makes other people wanna give out of their heart. Yes. And so you may begin something that someone is like, oh, well, you know, how do I participate? Well, how do I give, you know? And so it just kind of grows or, organically, which is definitely, mm -hmm. um, definitely a blessing so when you have an opportunity to and that's what we're about is, is giving back and then we're also about um, helping um, young women realize their spiritual gifts um, and so the uh, um, in terms of being an entrepreneur and okay. you know their own businesses and and being um, now, what is there a process for that how do you go about helping someone realize what their internal gifts are so one of the ways that we do that um, was actually we we, um, I organized a um, Women's Business Expo um, in September, and I think that's when we first had connected yeah. um, because I was trying to get the word out about this particular you know, event. It was mm -hmm. the first one that we have done as an organization and actually the first one I've done ever. Um, I've done some things professionally in my you know, 
um, in my corporate life. Right, but where, the, not, where the budget can be a little bit where, different. Yeah, the budget is different. <laughs> you know, your support team is right. different, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and this was really a volunteer, you know, it was a volunteer, you know, um, type of thing, but it's a lot of planning. We planned for months. We had a planning team. And um, we put together a Women's Business Expo that highlighted um, women businesses, um, female-owned businesses in the local area. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to make sure that we had a broad array of vendors um, there mm -hmm. who could say, hey, you know, I'm doing Mary Kay. This is how you can also do Mary Kay. Or it could be, you know, hey, I um, you know, help small businesses develop websites. You know, so we tried to have a nice array, and then we also had a program where we had um, speakers that talked about kind of like business one-on-one, and then we also had a um, a health and wellness aspect to it because I feel like with all of that, and I'm a social worker by profession, mm -hmm. that you know, you may be chasing your dream dreams, but you also need to make sure that you take care of yourself. So we had a segment that talked about health and you know, kind of keeping the balance as so you're chasing your dreams. How did it go overall? Um, it actually went really well. Um, we um, had about 20 vendors. Um, no, I think we had, I think we had about 25 vendors all in all. And your responses from the attendees. Um, and, the res and we actually did surveys um, for the vendors, mm -hmm. and we also did surveys for the participants, and everything was, everything was very positive. I think there was a couple things that, of course, you know, you're new at doing things, and I'm like, oh, okay, you know what, that, that is pretty good advice. We do need to try to figure out a way to, you know, to, um, to do this particular aspect of the, um, of the expo um, a little bit better, but I feel like overall, like the speakers were very happy, the um, participants were very happy, the vendors, they were just like, oh my goodness, Cynthia, you know, we, um, you know, not only had an opportunity to talk to the public, but there were so many of the other businesses that have been in contact with me, like, oh, Cynthia, um, do you remember the author, da 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 da, da? I wanna get connected to her, you know, and so we had constant contacts there, so there was so many different um, ways that people could be connected and also for the vendors to help grow their business. So even though they were there to kind of be a blessing to someone, they also, you know, had the opportunity to learn from another vendor there that could help them somehow either market or um, expand their business, their business in some way. In some mm -hmm. way. Yeah. We'll be right back with Cynthia with more information regarding GLOW and what you could expect if you were to join them for one of their activities. What if I told you that you could stop the negative tape from playing inside your head? What if, with seven simple steps, you could leave the pain of the past behind and live every day as your true, authentic self? It is possible, and you can do it. The ebook, Seven Simple Steps to Beat Emotional Baggage How to Become Whole, Healed, Healthy, and Happy shares how to resolve emotional baggage and feel free to live true to your own personality, spirit, and character. Transform negative thinking into positive thinking and become equipped to boldly face your past and resolve emotional pain. Get your free copy at thatanitalive.com slash ebook. And we're back to That Anita Live, a talk show dedicated to helping you emotionally heal and live a happier life. I'm here with Cynthia Peterson, president 
founder, leader of the DMV branch of GLOW. Why anybody would want to lead an organization, I have no idea. <laughs> but what, what made Carlene start, the, start GLOW? Okay, so um, I actually had to have a conversation with her because, you know, just kind of coming into the organization, you don't always get to get to have that history. Yes. And um, what she explained to me is that it was really a calling that she, you know, felt like from God and that I feel um, what she was saying was in the Northern Virginia area, a lot of times what we were talking about being connected, you know, that you can come to church, you fellowship, you come in, you come to, you know, Sunday worship service, you go to Bible study, but are you really connected? connected. Um, and so for her, um, developing an organization such as GLOW gave an opportunity for women to come together to be connected. And I feel like that is just such an important aspect, especially in the Northern Virginia area where a lot of us are coming from different areas um, for employment, um, for opportunities mm -hmm. here, mm -hmm. and we're leaving our families. And so I have so many friends in this area that um, it's just kind of us, you know, like my aunt lives an hour away from here and that's like my only kind of family in the area. But when I moved to this area, it was for employment and for an opportunity. Um, and a lot of people do that for federal, you know, for federal employment or to be a contractor. But, you know, this is an area where, you know, most people are coming from are coming from somewhere else. And so that family base of having your entire family, you really, know, right really here. Transient in, yeah, area. transient area right here in the same area. Um, I don't think you have as much of that here in the Northern Virginia area. So I feel like um, we were talking about it where the GLOW organization really kind of provides that where, um, for instance, if one of our GLOW members um, um, we have taken food, you know, when they have become ill and the doctor says you need to be on bed rest, yeah. you know, and really rest, then we all get together. We're going to make sure that, you know, we've got one person assigned for Monday, somebody on Tuesday, somebody on Wednesday. Really we, creating that sister circle that actually has a connection yes. and not just has it in, in the mission statement. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And so we've also um, had, um, actually in this past year, a couple of our uh, members there, um, their, their mothers have passed away. Mm -hmm. And so we have really come together to really um, wrap and love, you know, on our glow sister and make sure that not only she, but also her family, you know, is, um, you know, feels that love and support. We try to make sure that, you know, we're there for services, that there's flowers or a card or something that at least says, mm -hmm. you know, we love you. We, we're going to pick up the phone and say, hey, how are you doing? So now, um, so yeah. say that I am not one that is active in a church, mm -hmm. but I am looking for a circle of friends, maybe I've newly moved to the area, we have a lot of military in the area that move in and out, and I find the group, will it feel overwhelming? Will, will everyone in the group be, um, I guess, very, very heavenly minded? And girl, you need to be in church, and girl, you need to be showing up on Sunday, and girl, you need to be... <laughs> You know what? <laughs> yes, I, I definitely understand. And I am the type of person where I feel like, um, you know, I definitely, um, I love God mm -hmm. and I have faith, but I'm, I grew up, um, ooh, I might say this on public TV. <laughs> I, I grew up with very opinionated um, women and about ministry and about what you should and should not be doing. Mm -hmm. And I personally, 
am, I, I just can't be that way because I felt like there was just so much judgment and most of it was negative. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you can't do that. Or, oh, you know, those pants are too short. Or, oh, you can't do this. Mm -hmm. And, oh, she did that. And I don't feel like that that's love. And the GLOW organization is about love. And so what we're gonna do is we're gonna support you. We're gonna love you right where you're at. We're gonna invite you to come out to fellowship. Um, we have um, weekly um, prayer line. And that's not mandatory. It's just like, hey, this is available. If you have something on your heart that you feel like you wanna you know, um, be, um, be on one accord and have someone mm -hmm. pray with you. We're here and we're available, but we're not an organization to say, oh, well, so-and-so didn't make that prayer call. Right, because sister right. circles can sometimes be a bit chatty Right, outside of the circle. Mm -hmm. Has Glow had that experience? Um, you know what? We have not. And I, and I can confidently say that because I am definitely like not that type of person. Yes. Um, I just, you know, really feel like I, we try to do our best to respect, like I said, where people are. Um, and I feel like because we are an organization that really tries to make sure that we are connected mm -hmm. and we also come together and we pray together, it's like-minded. So even when challenges kind of come up, yeah. I find myself getting a little more grounded because we've had that foundation we've had those good times together so when those challenges come mm -hmm. i know so-and-so is coming from a good place so i have to make sure you know we just try to make sure like hey if something does come up that's one of the things with leadership that i have found has for me had not been a strong suit when okay. stuff comes up yes you know i would be the type of person where oh well, i don't really want to say anything you can't be that way in leadership yeah. you can't just you know the elephant in the room you have to address it and so you have you you learn how to do that in love and people respect that but that's because you build the foundation from the very beginning and you and i feel like we all kind of really kind of know each other okay. like the core like we're coming from a good place okay. and so when challenges have come up it's kind of like oh okay all right i see where you're i see where you're coming from you know what's so the age range easier. of glow here in the dmv um so actually i would say from 30 to 50 this so, pretty so good. a good age yeah a, good a pretty age good rank. a pretty good age range and 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 colleen was really um, strategic about you know who she was inviting because she wanted to make sure that you know in a sense that we kind of had elders and then we had the younger generation yeah. so that yeah. as they're coming up and realizing their spiritual gifts and you know that they have an opportunity to talk with women who are seasoned who have been married who could say you know this is you know this is what love is about this is not what love is about right. this is you know where you need to be in terms of your walk with God and you know and and really doing that encouragement to say, you know, you need to get in a really good Bible-based church, but not to judge if you ch choose not to, mm -hmm. you know, but we're all coming from a good place. So it's like, you know, you and have to- any Bible-based church, it doesn't have to be right. First Baptist. So. It doesn't have to be First Baptist Church of Sterling. I feel mm -hmm. like, I, I think, yeah, um, there's a couple of us that go to the same church, mm -hmm. but literally we all go to different churches. Really? Mm -hmm. So, so Colleen had a, a wide base when she set the foundation for the organization here in the DMV. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How is that continuing? Because um, sometimes when a very likable leader mm -hmm. leaves, mm -hmm. then the membership kind of dies off because they don't have that one-to-one -one connection with the person that they admired for so long. Yes, and so I can't say that that hasn't been a challenge. Okay. Um, 
what I have what I have done is try to make sure that I make individual phone calls. I call and I introduce myself. I've called and set up coffee, you know, dates, you know, with you know members just to say, hey, you know, I really want to get an ch- opportunity to get to know you. Um, I've had, you know. I feel like it's those connections because once you start to get connected, mm-hmm. you know, and like I said, when I came into leadership of the organization, I was already connected with the core base of women, the women mm-hmm. who were really active. And so now it's trying to figure out, okay, those folks that are kind of on the on the perimeter, you know, are we going to be able to get them back into the fold? And so the answer to that question is maybe, maybe not. You know, mm-hmm. I'm trying to do the best right, I can. Because just in general, 80% of the people. 20% of the people do 80% of the work. Yes. So you never really have 100% Correct. fully participating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And that is what, that's definitely what we've been seeing. And so um, Colleen and I were actually talking about that. And we were talking about how, in a sense, it could be a blessing. Because what has happened is that when we get um, members have been very active, especially on the board, mm-hmm. and they bring a special talent. Like our website was built because we had a board member who had that particular skill, but then she helped build the website. And when that season for her was done, we had a website and she was able to move on to other things in her, in her life. She's still a member, but that core Mm -hmm. exactly, you know, exactly what Glow needed at that particular time was fulfilled. And so that's kind of what we have really decided like it's okay right you to, know you, to keep moving it, throughout the organization it, it, you have to keep you have to keep growing you have to keep um now what do you have coming up for your anniversary the big anniversary number four is in february yes what do you have coming up so the big anniversary um i was actually thinking about that on the way here has not been 100 percent finalized okay. um i had a um i had a guest that i really wanted to come on and, and do something and and she's not going to be able to do that so i've actually been trying to figure out exactly what we're doing we have our date which is Saturday February um, 25th and I'm thinking you know maybe we might get together and do a brunch just something to make sure that we you know celebrate glow Um, but details on that will be coming now speaking of challenges what would you say is your biggest challenge been so far Um, I think you touched on it and that really is um, trying to figure out a way to Um, lead an organization that um, in a sense um, someone else has led for so long Mm -hmm. and you come in and you step in those shoes and I'm not Colleen like I love her to death and she is a great leader but we have different styles Mm -hmm. Um, and it really for me has been um, stepping into that leadership role getting to understand more about the structure um, that has been put forth because that's a learning curve as well. Because okay. um, as a member and as a board member is one thing, but to lead it, you really need to like understand it on a whole different level. Yes. Um, and there's a lot of different um, aspects. So it's, you know, keeping the events going, you know, keeping, you know, the board going, okay. making sure that you are interacting with people, you know, not, I mean, you have to have an agenda, you have to have a purpose, you have to be thinking about all of those different things moving pieces all these moving pieces Mm -hmm. and it's not just the membership but it's also about building relationships outside of that you know like I make sure that I'm in contact with um, my co-pastor so that she knows the different things that we're doing and we can bring First Baptist in and invite you know the other women of of the church into the organization Mm -hmm. I've um, 
um, collaborated and partnered with um, the Delta organization with the Business Expo. A lot of our speakers were from were from Delta, mm -hmm. you know, and it's, you know, you can't do these things in a silo. Right. So it's a lot of work to be, okay, I got to make sure that the members are good. I've got to make sure that, you know, our board is functioning and carrying out our mission and vision. But then we also need to be in the community doing community being events. Being visible. Being visible, yeah. which takes partnerships and then also um, those partnerships grow into so many different things. So now it's, you know, it could be an opportunity for us to have um, a, a ministry team maybe later on down the line with okay. another organization where we have similar missions mm -hmm. um, and it's an opportunity for us to come together. Um, and so those are things that I think um, are, it's just, a, it's a lot to, to manage um, because it's not just one thing, it's all those moving pieces right. and you have to really be thinking about and engaging all of them, you know, kind of simultaneously. So in one word, give me one word that you would give a woman in the DMV that is interested in, in looking for a God-centered organization. In one word, how would you describe GLOW to her? I would say love. That that's what she's going to find. Yeah, yes. Okay. Life can become very tough. We all need someone to lean on, somewhere to lean in tough times, to be accepted and to be understood. Find out what is available in your area or go to glowwomen.com and look up the closest GLOW chapter. Maybe contact Colleen or Cynthia regarding starting a chapter in your area. I'm Anita, your host. That website again is glowwomen.com. I'm Anita, your host. Be sure to check out thatanitalive.com for where and when to see our next episode.